Support for Food Friday Leftovers comes from Berkshire Co-op Market, Great Barrington, Massachusetts, a community-owned natural grocery store dedicated to sustainable agriculture, the local economy, and the environment. Working within the community to better Berkshire County, one basket at a time. Berkshire.coop. Welcome to Food Friday Leftovers, a podcast about all the goodies left over from Food Friday. I'm Dave Hopper. And I'm Ashley Kinsey. Tune in each week as we cover culinary topics such as food trucks, local food, pizza, veggies, beer, and wine. You hungry yet? Huh, I'm always hungry. Well, on that note, Ashley, tell us what's in the fridge this week. Wait for it. We've got a salmon slider with ramp aioli and a russet potato bun. How good does that sound? It sounds great. So we're here speaking with Chef Mary Kenny of Legal Pantry. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And uh, our topic today is about meal prep. Mm -hmm. And you already mentioned in our earlier Vox Pop episode, be Mm -hmm. sure to check that out, WAMC.org, the three major components for meal prep. Mm -hmm. But I have a more general uh, question. What if I have a problem with eating the same thing over and over? How do we transform those leftovers and make them something new and maybe add additional ingredients so that on Monday we're having something and then Wednesday we're having something else and then by Friday it's something totally different? Well, that all goes back to planning. Planning is, it's really the central component of meal prep. And I think that that's the part that A, intimidates people. It's the part that turns people off. A lot of people are always at a loss for ideas. So I try to just tell people to find the value in it. Find the value in the planning. And that is that once you think about it and you plan it, you don't have to think about it for the rest of the week. It's done. You know, all of that, like, oh, what am I going to do? So as I mentioned, if you start with one component, like the protein, I think the protein is the most important Make that the central part of your planning and then build around it. So you have to, something like a roasted chicken, you can do numerous things with that. So that's where you are going to find your variety. So let's say you've got, you have roasted chicken for dinner one night and you've made it with rice and roasted vegetables. So if you've got some leftover chicken breast, you can make a chicken salad out of that. You know, you can add some sliced almonds, some dried cranberries. Um, You can do it. You can leave out the mayo if you don't want to do that and just do some olive oil, some lemon. If you have fruit on hand, diced apple is great. So there you've got a chicken salad, completely different from your roasted chicken dinner the night before. And then you can take the leftover chicken and you can put it into a pot and boil it and you can make a chicken soup. You know, so there is another great lunch idea. So you have to kind of know what you can do with different things. Like I just explained three different things that you can do with a a roasted chicken. The chicken taco that you have there, that's a citrus pulled chicken. And that can be made from a roasted chicken. It can be made from a chicken breast. Any extra chicken that you happen to have laying around. And then in your pantry, which presumably if you have a well-stocked pantry, you know, you should always have a lemon or you can get the little bottles of the the lemon lemon juice juice, already squeezed if you've got some orange juice. So you just pull the chicken apart, saturate it with as much juice as you have on hand, let it sit for about 20 minutes. If you've got, let's say you have some onion, a half cut up onion in your fridge, caramelize that in a pan, throw that chicken in and just cook it till it gets nice and crispy and browned. 
You can use that on top of a salad. You can use that in a taco. You can do it on a rice bowl. You just have to kind of get creative. And that just comes with doing it mm-hmm. and the internet <laughs> and Google. No, really. I mean, I for my clients, I'm cooking for people, the same people over and over every week. And everybody has their core, you know, meals that they love. But outside of those, I'm changing it every single week. So I'm always online researching, trying to get new ideas. And, you know, people have to spend a little time and do that as well. And that's probably good, too. Like, Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much information out there that there's no loss for inspiration. I mean, you go on Pinterest and you feel like your head's going to (laughs) explode. Yeah. But, I mean, (laughs) that's me. So there's inspiration out there. So if you just, you know, you put down a piece of paper Monday through or Sunday through Saturday, let's say Friday nights you go out to eat, you've got your week laid out, you look at what you have going on, and you just, like I said, start with your protein and build around that. My issue is I don't know what I want to eat. Mm-hmm. And like whenever my wife and I are doing this, I'm mm-hmm. usually like, we have standard dinners that we do that we get tired of. And like, mm-hmm. oh, what do we do now? So we do well for a while planning for yep. the week and then we get lost a little bit and it gets thrown off. And the other thing is trying new things and mm-hmm. having like a backup. <laughs> so I guess that's <laughs> a backup a twi- if it fails. Yeah. Like we tried a, a tofu, a sesame tofu dinner the other night that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. We ended up with popcorn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's so a, it, was, just... it was bad enough that you couldn't even eat it? Yeah. What was wrong with it? I'm not a tofu person, so okay. it was me trying it. Okay. And my wife, if the consistency is wrong in, like, meat or tofu at all, she just can't do it. Mm-hmm. So it was <laughs> a one bite and done, mm-hmm. and I actually ate more than she did. Okay. But. Well, trying to figure out what you're going to be in the mood for is, that's kind of counterintuitive to meal planning because, you know, you plan the week and it's like, all right, this is what the plan is. So on Wednesday night, but I mean, if you've got stuff that's already prepared, you know, just because you plan something for Wednesday night doesn't mean that you can't have it on Monday Yeah. as long as the stuff is prepared. Um, as far as coming up with new ideas, I, I get a lot of inspiration from, you know, favorite restaurants. Mm-hmm. Most restaurants have their menu online, right? you know, so if there's a dish that you love, think about trying to recreate it at home um if it's something that you're not sure about making i try to tell people especially for those that i'm giving some cooking lessons to is forget the recipe and try to find a video online because to see somebody actually execute it yeah can really demonstrate it you know visually i agree for people much more than reading a recipe because you have to develop instincts for how foods cook Especially it's like the water content in food. Like if someone isn't aware of how much water is in mushrooms or zucchini and they're not aware of how to compensate or, or work with that, you know, they're going to wind up with something very mushy and, you know, without flavor. So watch a video and, you know, kind of learn that way. But, you know, again, going back to what you mentioned is, you know, look to your favorite restaurants for, for some inspiration as to what it's like, you know, this is your favorite. Like, you yeah. know that you love teriyaki chicken or, mm-hmm. you know, um, tandoori chicken. See, you know, look, yeah. look up a few recipes, watch a few videos and then see if you can recreate it. And you can do like a, you know, teriyaki, you can do chicken, you can do pork. Um, you could even do a steak. Yeah. So people get salmon. Cr- Absolutely. I have yeah. a client that <laughs> loves teriyaki salmon. Um, looking at it as like, okay, teriyaki chicken, a lot of people will just leave it at that. 
Whereas you just said, oh, can you do it with salmon? So try to think of like ways that you can prepare other items in the same, you know, flavor profile mm -hmm. as what you like. Like I love Vietnamese food and Vietnamese food. They have, there's like a dressing that I make that's very Vietnamese inspired and it's lime and rice vinegar and fish sauce and some hot pepper, a little bit of, I put a little honey in there to sweeten it up. So it's, it's, you know, citrusy and spicy and it's zingy from the rice vinegar. And you can put that on just about anything, but that's because I love that flavor profile, mm -hmm. but I can put that on chicken. I can put it on a salad. I can put it on pork. So kind of start, use what you know you already like as a starting point and then think about other ways that you can, other directions that you can go in. We definitely have to do that with Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get tired of the the ground turkey mm -hmm. in a season. I need something different every once in a while. Mm -hmm. What do you think of, of that tacos? Taco? These are I delicious. It. So delicious. good. It's so light and fresh and mm -hmm. on a hot day. It's perfect. And that's, you know, you can leftover chicken, some lemon juice, some lime juice, a little caramelized onion, cumin, some oregano. It's good to go. And you can put, like I said, you can put that with, with a rice bowl or in a taco on a salad. So get a lot of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so I had another question mm -hmm. regarding meal prep and like, um, you know, calculating how much food you're actually going to eat. And I have tried to do meal prep and sometimes they're successful if it's something really basic. Mm -hmm. But other times I end up either running out of food or having all this food. I'm mm -hmm. thinking, what am I going to do with this? I can't eat, you know, the same meal for another week. So mm -hmm. then, yeah, sometimes you can freeze it and that kind of thing. How do you, is there any multiplication that I can do or any special formula that I can do to kind of calculate how much food I should make per person when I'm meal prepping? Well, I think for protein, four to five ounces is a good starting point. So you figure if you're, let's say you have a pound of ground turkey, know that you're going to get three servings out of it. Okay. Um, so just kind of look at it that way. Same thing with a pound of chicken. A lot of packages for chicken, there's three breasts in there, but one breast might be bigger than the other, smaller than the other. So I don't know if you have a food scale, but if you don't have a food scale, one of the ways they recommend is a piece of protein that's the size of the palm of your hand. So I... So the monster <laughs> foods that we get now, yeah. you know, you, I know if I go, for example, mm -hmm. if I go get salmon, I'll go up to the counter and they'll cut it for me based mm -hmm. on if I want to make four servings or three servings yeah. or what have you. But other places like even with ground beef or mm -hmm. ground chicken or something, ground turkey, whatever, um, it, I, I never really know. But if it's a pound, now you're saying I can do, okay, a pound of any meat is going to give me about three servings. So that right, makes it a right. little bit easier to figure out. Now, is that even, let's say you're making something like tacos or some kind of meat sauce or something like that, mm -hmm. would that still be the same? Because I feel like you use a little bit less meat in some of those dishes. Well, it does depend on the recipe that you're making. Um, it also depends on kind of your overall, your goal. For example... Um, I lift weights. I try to eat a lot of protein. I might eat a little more protein than, than other people. So I know for me, for, you know, a pound of chicken, 
that might be two servings for me. <laughs> um, so you have to look at what your goals are. And, and I mean, that's easy. You know, like, well, I, I got three servings out of that pound of turkey, but I felt like it wasn't enough. So maybe I should know that it's going to be two servings or two and a half servings. So what do you do with that half serving? You just throw it into a salad or something. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you'll know after doing it once whether it's enough for you or whether it isn't enough for you. So then you just have to remember for the next time. And But I mean, once you know, once you have it figured out, like, okay, maybe the size of my palm isn't enough. So if I do like my palm and a half or my I have small hands. So, you know, so but once you know, then you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then you don't have to think about it next time. You know that if you get that pound of turkey, how many meals you're going to get out of it. And that's how you know how much that you're going to buy. Um, and then yesterday I made for a client, it was um, a turkey stuffed turkey, like cabbage rolls. You know how you do the oh, stuffed okay. cabbage with, mm -hmm. you know, the ground beef and the rice. Well, they don't eat any grains. They, you know, so they, I'm not going to put the rice in there. So I took a pound of the turkey and I bulked it up with um, minced mushrooms and uh, diced rainbow carrots. Oh, that's a good question. How do you Sorry. hide the veggies, right? <laughs> yeah, I have a How young do you child hide the that mm -hmm. is very selective. I mean, she eats a lot of veggies, but she's selective about the types that she'll eat. Mm -hmm. And soon you'll have someone that you'll make. <laughs> you may have to hide <laughs> veggies in food. Yeah. So, you know, diced carrot. Finally, like I put it in the food processor so it gets really finely minced. Mm -hmm. Saute that in with some ground turkey. And once you put in some seed, like especially turmeric, which turns everything the same color, <laughs> you know, and some tomato paste, you wouldn't even know it's in there. And the same with your onion. And then you can put some fresh herbs in there. Mushrooms are great. Mushrooms are great fillers for burgers. They just, they bulk it up and you've got, you know, some extra vegetable content in there. Mushrooms are full of nutrients. You know, then you're going to expand your that pound of turkey that you bought is now going to be expanded and you have incorporated some vegetables into it. I do a lot of turkey burgers for clients and I'll put everything right into the food processor, such as um, some artichoke hearts, some I've done raw spinach. You just throw that right in, put mm. in your seasoning, some onion. You just process it. So everything is so blended. Mm -hmm. Although you do... <laughs> You have to be careful with that one, though, because if you put in the raw spinach and you blend it, your burgers will look like they're green, <laughs> which if you like spinach, that's fine. They're delicious. But if you have a child, I, I did that for a client. I It was actually one of the people that I'm giving some lessons to. And the kids would not eat it simply because it was green. Because <laughs> it was green. They, oh, my they, gosh. They do eat some green vegetables, like they'll eat broccoli. But because the burgers were green and not what they and it didn't matter how delicious they were. Because it was green, they wouldn't eat it. So, you know. That's when you do the old, just try it. Right. Just try a bite, but, one bite. You know, <laughs> something like a meatball that's got sauce on it. Yeah. You know, that might be a little bit. That reminds me of the, the different colored ketchups they came out with in the 90s. They had the, like, <laughs> oh, the purple yeah, and the, the green. Oh, yeah, ketchup. <laughs> it just looks weird. I wanted that so bad. It tastes exactly the same, but mm -hmm. it's just. <sighs> My mother would not let us buy it. I was so upset. I was the only kid <laughs> in school that didn't try purple ketchup. <laughs> what about blue Pepsi? Didn't try that either. That wasn't like right. She wouldn't buy it. My mom just wouldn't buy it. <laughs> um, another a great thing to do with leftovers, at least for me, I like to do. I do this for myself. Is if you have a can of coconut milk on hand, and you know some 
the Thai, you can get the paste, the curry paste. You can get the green curry, the red curry, masaman curry. If you have that and you've got leftover chicken, leftover some roasted vegetables, you can cook everything right in one pan. You just saute up some onion. If you've got garlic on hand, saute up some garlic. Cook that, you know, over kind of a medium heat. Bring out the flavor. Then add in your coconut milk and your curry. And just let that simmer for a while. The flavors come together. If you have frozen peas in your freezer, you can throw that in. If you have, you know, some vegetables, like towards the end of the week, you might have different remnants kicking around (laughs) in the fridge. Mm -hmm. You know, a half a half of an onion or a quarter of a a red pepper, you know, leftover things that you from prior meals, Mm -hmm. throw it all in. Because once you've got that delicious, creamy coconut curry sauce, anything's going to taste good. That's a good point. You know. And that can go over like a noodle if you've got a rice noodle or even just, you know, even a regular pasta. Yeah. It can go over rice. It can go over barley, any kind of grain. That's a good so, thing for Thursday nights, Saturday nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what day do you do your main grocery shopping? Is it Saturday, Sunday? For me personally? Like if you're planning a meal a week, you start on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Sunday to Saturday. Do you do it on Saturday or do you do grocery shopping on Sunday? Uh, for me personally, I try to do it on the weekend, and it depends on what I have going on on the weekend. So it, sometimes it might be Saturday, sometimes it might be Sunday, and that's where people can be flexible. Most people think of Sunday because they don't work. Yeah. However, you know, you might have a different type of job where Tuesday, Wednesdays are your days off. Yeah. So it just it just depends on what is going to work for you. So you figure out the best day of the week. A lot of stuff when you're when you're meal planning another key thing to keep in mind is you don't want to have a lot of hands-on items. You want to kind of mix up your hands-on things with your hands-off things. So what I mean by that is a hands-off meal would be something that you can pop in the oven and it needs to roast for about an hour. Yeah. You know, you might get a cut up chicken throw it into the oven with some um, onions, some carrots, some vegetables. And you know that once you put that in, it's going to be good to go for about 45 minutes, maybe longer, depending on how much you're making. Mm -hmm. So while that's going, then you can do some of your hands-on stuff. And if you've got someone to help you, whether it's a spouse, kids, I fully advocate for getting kids involved (laughs) because they need to learn how to cook. I just, I, I I fully believe that, even There's also, just the basics. Like if they say kids will try more foods if you get them involved in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. putting it together. One of the biggest problems that I have with people is um, spoiled children. <laughs> 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 you know, people who have been making chicken for Billy and, you know, taco beef tacos for Susie and everybody's eating something different. And they can't understand why they can't get their kids to try different things. And it's because the kids have a favorite. So you just make them that favorite all the time, which is fine. I, You know, kids are picky and they're limited, especially when they're young. But if you're going to be making something different, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm old school. But when I grew up, it was like, this is what's for dinner. And, and if you don't like it, it yep. you know, I'm sorry. Same and, here. And guess what? You know, you learn to... You learn to like it, and if you don't like it, you learn to eat it anyway. At least you've tried it, and you don't grow up spoiled. (laughs) And kids will not, I mean, kids won't necessarily starve themselves. If they're hungry, they're more likely to try different foods. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So, So, you know, get 
whoever's in the house, get them involved, and you can cut that meal prep time in half. So, you know, try to do as much as you can. I, I think if you can, maybe you want to break it up into two days, you know, Sunday and then three or four days later. Um, plan an easy meal for Monday night because Monday's tough. You know, you're back to work and it's like, ugh, you know, so you don't want to do anything difficult. <laughs> um, you know, invest in some equipment that's going to help you do things easier and faster, like a food processor. Um, a lot of people are using the Instapot now, which is a, a pressure cooker, and they love it, and that's going to cut down your time in half. Invest in a rice cooker if you do a lot of rice and a lot of grains. I mean, it's hands off. You put it in, you forget about it. That means you can do something else. Love my rice cooker. You know, um, <laughs> the beauty of hands off foods are that, you know, you can do other things. If you've got laundry to do or house cleaning, you know, you can multitask. Yeah. So, you know, you just have to, it comes down to making it a priority. I fully believe that. And I mean, if you're ever, if there's going to be a priority, it's got to be your health. You know, the logo for my business is eat well, live bravely. And, you know, what that basically encompasses is when you feel like crap, it's very hard to get through even just a day. It's hard to, to be there for your kids, you know, and anyone else that you need to take care of. Like you really, everybody, I really believe, owes it to themselves to take good care of their health. And what we eat is a key component. I mean, you don't have to go out and get everything organic and, you know, pasture raised and this and that. But, you know, you have to eat balanced, eat enough fruits and vegetables, know how to make it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you when you feel well, your life is better and it's better for the people that are around you, mm -hmm. you know. So agreed for kids to see that and to learn that. You know, just roasting a chicken, roasting some, you know, vegetables, broccoli, carrot. You can roast broccoli in 10 minutes and it's delicious. It gets those brown, crispy edges, <laughs> you know. So now I'm just rambling. I hope I'm answering your questions. <laughs> you are answering our questions. And there's one last thing we uh -huh. want to ask you. Okay. And that is we end every show with a funny story. Oh, okay. So if you could share a funny story then that would be awesome and we could all laugh and then we can close the show and we can eat all this delicious food because um, while you were talking to Dave, I was just eating everything. <laughs> how is everything? Delicious. Good. I, I think, I, I don't know what my favorite is. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would just depend on my mood that day. They're okay. all amazing. But I've had your cooking before and it's always great. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> um, a funny story. I feel a little bit put on the spot. I, I did have some time to think about it. This is the first thing that came to mind um, cooking well, now something, I just thought of something else. All right, I'll go with my first one. I was cooking for a single guy who's a bachelor, um, and I went to his house, and one day I go in, and there was literally underwear hanging from every single doorknob in his apartment. <laughs> every single doorknob in his apartment had a pair of boxer briefs hanging on the doorknob. Why? So I... I then, it wasn't a huge apartment, and I would use um, some chairs from his living room. So I go into the living room, and I see that there are socks draped over the couch everywhere. And then I figured it out that his dryer must not have been working. So maybe he had to hand wash his clothes. <laughs> because when I cook for people, a lot of times they're not there. They're at work. Yeah. Okay. So I go into their house, and it's like sometimes I don't know what I'm going to find. So that was <laughs> that took me aback that day just to you know when I first walked in like what the heck? <laughs> so 
Maybe he's very proud of his underwear collection. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. So that's one that comes to mind. Well, thank you for the... <laughs> All this lovely information you gave us today. You're welcome. I hope it's helpful. Thank you. Thank you. That was Chef Mary Kenny. Find her at LegalPantry.com. This has been Food Friday Leftovers. I'm Ashley Kinsey. And I'm Dave Hopper. Be sure to check out Vox Pop Food Friday every Friday at 2 p.m. on WAMC Northeast Public Radio. Our producer is Jessica Blaustein Marshall. Our theme is Beach Disco by Dougie Wood. Food Friday Leftovers is a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. And tune in next week to see what else we find in the fridge.